Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to the nations of the world, and welcome to the prayer experience. Please share this video, and you can subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. You can connect with us live. You can leave your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments. And there's a prayer experience hotline. There's two actually where you can call and you can have a people pray for you. We want to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And as we come together in a praise and thanksgiving to God, we just come with a humble heart. Um, I know that inside my heart is pure because Jesus is in there. So, you know, even though we may not um, feel like it up here or circumstances around us are not exactly what we would like them to be, you know, in our heart, it's good. And we can trust in our heart because our heart has been born again. So we just go to God today in Thanksgiving. And the scripture that we want to use is Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 in the King James Version. It says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So notice it says rejoice always. That is a desire that I have is to rejoice always. And apparently prayer is very important because God says pray without ceasing. And in everything give thanks. It don't say for everything give thanks. But it says in everything, give thanks. How lovely that would be for the church to just live a life of thanksgiving, no matter what they are in at the time, but that we would live a life of thanksgiving. So let's pray and um, ask God to cause us to live in a, a, a state of thanksgiving. Father, we just come to you today with uh, humble hearts. Father, you know our hearts and you love us. And you're right here with us wherever we are. Father, we just give you thanks in all things, in every situation, uh, no matter what's going on around us, no matter what it looks like or what it feels like. Father, we choose to give you thanks. Father, we want to be obedient to your word, not just hearers only deceiving ourselves. Father, we don't want to live in a condition of being deceived but, Father, we want to hear your word and do your word, for in that is the blessing. So, Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for a new week. We thank you for all your provision that you've given us, our natural provision. Thank you for family, friends, church. Thank you that we have hope in you, Father. We have joy in you. We have peace and rest in you. Father, we have all things that pertain to life and godliness. Those are ours because of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And we just thank you for him. And Father, it is our desire that we always rejoice, that we live a life of rejoicing, that we don't go by our circumstances or our feelings or if things go the way we want them to go. But Father, we want to live a life of rejoicing and being glad. And Father, today as we pray, Help us, Father, to do what you say and to pray without ceasing. Help us to realize how important prayer is and, and the effects 
that everything has when we pray. So, Lord, we just thank you that this is a new day and you have great plans for us. And, Father, we just receive your will in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So now we're going to go into the inspired word. And I want to say this, that last night before I went to sleep, I just said, Lord, what scripture would you give me today or tomorrow for the inspired word? And I heard prepare the way of the Lord. So I didn't write it down and I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up and I thought, I don't remember what God told me. So I'm flipping through my Bible, knowing that all of God's word is good and, and we can talk about any of the truth and it'll be good. So I'm flipping through my Bible, asking God to show me what the inspired word would be. And can you believe that I flipped to Matthew chapter three, where that verse was? So I truly believe that God has given us this particular verse for today. And I want to take it to heart. So it's Matthew 3, 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. And it says, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. So I was thinking about preparing the way of the Lord. And I, I was thinking how that we prepare for a lot of things. Just uh, like lately, I was involved in a bake sale and I took the whole day before and I did nothing but bake. I baked so long that I didn't have time to cook supper in the evening. So we ended up ordering pizza out. Normally I cook. So my preparation affected other things in my life. It was a priority I prepared. And I think about all the things that we prepare for. When we decide that we're going to do something or if there's something that we have to do, we get ready, we prepare, and we let other things go because it's that important to us. We've made it a priority and we do most of the time whatever it takes to do that thing that we've decided to do. We get ready, we prepare. I think about people that are engaged and they prepare for weddings. In America, I don't know if it's like that in other countries, but it's common to be engaged for a year and people will take that whole year to get ready. They, they spend money, they make lists, they plan dates, they send out invitations, they uh, make a menu. There's so much involved in preparing for a wedding. But I want us to go back and pay attention to what God told me last night. Prepare the way of the Lord. You know, we've got to be ready for what's coming. You know, we don't know when exactly that Jesus will come. So we need, but we need to be prepared, just like the virgins with the oil in their lamps. We've got to be ready for what's ahead. 
We don't know really what's going to happen between now and then. The world is not getting any brighter. But God said, Jesus said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So Jesus doesn't want us to be afraid, but we do need to be ready. So let's go back and let's look at Matthew chapter three again. The message that John had was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent is changing your mind. It's changing what you think. You know, the more that we think like the world, the more that we act like the world, the more that we live like the world, we can get to a place where we think it's normal because that's what we see everybody doing. That's what we hear everybody's doing. But we are to repent. We are to change what we think and we are to renew our minds to what God says. And then let's go over to um, the rest of that verse. It says, for, for John, he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. So I want to look at that. He was a voice crying in the wilderness. That's how serious that it was. He was passionate, so passionate about that, that he was in the wilderness crying with one voice saying, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. You know, I noticed in that it says the voice of one. Not only do we need to be prepared for the coming of Jesus, but we need to be prepared so that we can be that voice telling other ones to be prepared. And I noticed that it said the voice of one. How beautiful and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. What a goal it would be for the church to be one voice, not many voices, but the voice of one. I think people would be more prone to believe us, to believe our message if we spoke the same thing. So as we pray today that we would be prepared, let's pray that we would all agree with Jesus. You know, Jesus is not going to agree with us when we're wrong. We need to agree with him. And when we all agree with him, we will believe the same thing and we will say the same thing. So let's pray. Let's reflect on that inspired word and just think how that can be applied to our lives. And let's make that our prayer today. Father, in Jesus name, we just thank you for your written word. Father, it is inspiring. It brings faith as we hear your word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And again, we want to be doers of your word. So, Father, help us to be prepared, whatever that looks like in your eyes. And, Father, we know that we can't prepare ourselves. But, Father, help us to be ready daily. Um, help us to be ready for what's now and father, what is ahead and father bring us together that as, as a body of believers, that we would have a re revelation of your truth and what, what the scriptures mean. Father, there's not many interpretations of your word. Father, you believe one thing, one way about everything, father, and help us to agree with you. Father, so that when we proclaim, prepare the way to the world, Father, it will be a clear 
sounding word to them without confusion, but Father, that they will hear clearly because we say one thing. Father, it is our desire that we speak Jesus. Jesus is truth, and that is what we need to speak. So, Father, help us to be prepared and help us to be a clear sounding voice to those around us as we say, prepare the way for you. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we believe we receive that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Prayers for the church is next. I love praying for the church because I have this strong desire that the church will realize what the work of the cross did for us, what it means for us, and how it causes us to be able to live differently from the world. I think we should live so much differently from the world because we have a reason to. We have a Savior. We should live like we're saved. Ephesians 6, 10 through 13 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So the part that I heard that led me to this scripture is that the church should be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You know, we can only be so strong. You know, like when people work out, the Bible says that bodily exercise profits little. So you can only do so much in the natural. We have to be strong in the Lord. We can't live in our own strength. Our strength comes from God. And I think about the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, one way that the enemy can really zap us as Christians is robbing us of our joy. God's joy is our strength. It causes us to be strong. And, you know, joy, it's a fruit of the spirit. It's already in there because Jesus is in there. So joy is not far away. It's right in there. So just knowing that, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So. Know today that joy is in there and we are to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And it goes on to say that we have armor that we are to put on because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You know, when when somebody hurts you or says something to hurt your feelings, it really looks like it's that person. But the Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood we wrestle against spiritual um, entities. We wrestle against uh, principalities and powers. So we need to realize that this is not a physical battle. It's not something that we need to step in and try to fight on our own. But our strength comes from Jesus. And we wrestle against wickedness in spiritual places. But the message today is be strong. Be strong in Jesus. So let's pray about that scripture, that again, that we would be a doer of this word. 
Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. We thank you that at least in our country and other countries, Father, your word is plenteous. And Father, we just thank you that it brings light and it brings hope. And Father, it brings encouragement to us. And Lord, we just thank you that our strength comes from you. Help us, Father, to realize that our strength does not come from ourselves. It doesn't even come from another person. Father, sometimes we want to lean on somebody else to be strong for us, but our strength is inside of us. Our joy is inside of us. So, Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name to cause that to be a reality in our lives. Cause your word, Father, to not just be um, something that we read or we just speak and not realize, Father, the depth of it, but give us a revelation. Father, give us even a love and a desire for your word, Father, so that it would be the most important things in our life. That it would be like the breath, the very breath that we breathe, that important to us, Father. And we just thank you that our strength is in you, our joy, our peace is in you. And Father, help us to realize that it's not flesh and blood. And Father, help us to take up the armor of God so that we can be equipped when those fiery darts come because the enemy doesn't stop shooting them. Father, help us to be ready at all times, to be prepared, just like we said earlier, to be prepared and ready. And we thank you for helping us, Lord, because we can't do this on our own. We thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to pray for the nations because God loves the nations. He don't just love the church. He loves the nations. Psalm 72, 18 through 19 in the New King James Version says, Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. So God's will is that the whole earth is filled with his glory. Nobody excluded but that the whole world will be filled with the glory of God. And that goes back to the prayer that Jesus told us to pray is that his kingdom would come in earth as it is in heaven. So how is it in heaven? It's glorious. It's free. It's redeemed. It's lovely. It's pleasant and peaceful. That is God's will for all the nations. So as we pray today, let's, Keep this verse in mind because this is the will of God concerning the nations of the earth. And we pray that the nations receive what he has for them. Father, we pray for every nation in this earth. Father, you don't leave anybody out. You love us all. And we just thank you for revealing your son to the world. Father, give everyone ears to hear. Help, help everybody to hear the gospel, which means good news. Father, there's good news for every man and every woman, every boy and every girl. There's good news. So, Father, send forth laborers with this gospel message to the nations that they are loved, they are forgiven, they are healed, redeemed, restored, and that they can start anew. So, Father, whatever condition 
that people are in. Father, we pray that they receive the lifeline that you have given them through Jesus. Father, that is our prayer today, that nations will receive the glory in their lives, Father, in, in their families that you have provided. Father, we thank you for loving the nations and always remembering them and for sending forth your body as light to them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. Prayers for healing. And I love this one too, because I want to testify and say that when I was about 20 years old and I had been raised in church and I knew that going to church was a good thing to do. And I knew that Jesus was, I knew he was good, but I didn't know hardly anything about the Bible. And so as I got older, God started showing me that his word was real and that his written word was his, his will. It was like his last will and testament. It, it was his plan. It was what he wanted it to be like. And so as I started reading and listening to cassette tapes, that tells you how old I am. I learned that Jesus did something for me on the cross that affected my health. And when I learned that by his stripes, I was healed, I just believed it. And I want to testify that I, at age 56, I do not have any health issues. I do not get symptoms. I walk in health because I just believed. I heard it and I believe it. And so this is so important to me because I can tell you that I live this because of Jesus. And I know it's available for you because God is no respecter of persons. And the word salvation, if you look that up, it means healing as much as it does forgiveness. You know, sometimes it's easy for us to believe that we're forgiven because we hear that often in church. We hear the forgiven part. Sometimes we don't hear the healing part. Sometimes we even hear that, well, it might be God's will to heal you and maybe not. But if you look at the Bible, it says that Jesus took the curse upon himself. And you can go to Deuteronomy and look at all the curses that are listed under the law. And Jesus took all of those curses and he became a curse for us so that we could be redeemed. And he tells us to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So I am thankful today for healing. And I want to pray for you. And I want to say this too. I'm sure there's some areas in your life that you're walking in and you're strong in that I need. So I definitely don't want to boast in me, but I want to boast in Jesus. And healing belongs to us as the body. The Bible says, as Christ is, so are we in this world. Jesus is alive and Jesus is well and his body should be well too. So in the name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you for the provision of healing that came through the cross. Father, we thank you. It is a finished work. You know, when Jesus said it's finished, that means there is nothing that can be added to it. It's done. Father, we just thank you for healing in the same way that we receive Jesus as the forgiver of our sins. We come to you now and we receive Jesus as our healer. 
And we do that by faith. We may not feel like it. It may not look like it. The doctor's report may say something different. But Father, we come to you and we accept Jesus as our healer. And because of that, Father, then we just expect everything else to work out for the good. Father, we thank you that we can say we are symptom free because Jesus bore our symptoms. And so if there's any symptoms right now, just just believe, just believe the gospel, the good news. You know, the gospel to someone that is sick is there's healing for you. So just simply relax and rest and receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. I command every symptom to leave your bodies. And whatever's causing it, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Father, we just say yes to the healing power of Jesus right now. And we thank you for manifesting yourself as our healer today in Jesus' name. Amen. And we want to thank God for being with us today when we pray. You know, when two or more agree as touching anything they ask, the Bible says it shall be done. We know we cannot lie. So today let's expect that what we have asked God for, that he will do. Father, we thank you for hearing us. Your word says that when we call on you, you answer us. So Father, we believe it's answered in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for uh, all the blessings, Father. Your, your promises are yes and amen. Father, it's, it's abundant. Our provision is great. Father, we can just go today and just know that we're well equipped. And we just thank you for being with us today. In the name of Jesus, we expect, Father. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. You can subscribe to the free audio podcasts. And the prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time.
angels cry. Oh.